यू आर लिस्निंग टू द स्पेशल नीड्स चिल्ड्रन पॉडकास्ट विद चित्रा आयर चित्रा आयर इज अ पेरेंट ऑफ 22 ईयर ओल्ड श्रवण आयर हु हैज एपिलेप्सी सेरेब्रल पैल्सी एंड ऑटिज्म शी इज द सीईओ ऑफ एमएफए एंड हैज बीन हेल्पिंग फैमिलीज विद लाइफ सेंटर्ड प्लानिंग टू रीच देयर पर्सनल फाइनेंशियल गोल्स शी इज आल्सो अ ट्रस्टी ऑफ द पेरेंट सपोर्ट ग्रुप द फोरम फॉर ऑटिज्म व्हिच वाज सेट अप ऑलमोस्ट 2 डेकेड्स अगो MFA is a 16 year old organization working in the personal finance space. They have set up a dedicated practice to help families with special needs children to plan their financial goals and invest for the same. The thoughts shared here are as a result of discussions with parents, caregivers, siblings and professionals regarding the planning of a person with special needs. In this expert series podcast Chitra is talking to Miss Paromita Muzumdar. Paromita is a mom to a young loving son with autism and is the founder and principal of Sunshine School and Sheltered Workshop which is at Washi in Mumbai. Listen to her in conversation with Chitra here where she shares her thoughts on future planning for special needs children as they become adults. Hi Paromita a very cheerful and positive individual with a permanent smile on her face and with an amazing sense of purpose i have been blessed to interact with faro as part of the core group of forum for autism a big warm welcome to you on this expert series of my podcast for special needs children paromita thank you chitra thank you thank you for your time and agreeing to share your wisdom with all of us just to introduce you formally to our listeners Paramita Muzumdar is the founder and principal of Sunshine School which is at Washi in Mumbai and is mother to dear Deep who is now a strapping handsome young 21 year old who has autism. She is a qualified special educator and a counselor who has been working in the field of autism for the last 16 years. Paramita started Sunshine to help her child and other children having similar yet different abilities. Similarly she also set up Sunshine Sheltered Workshop to train adults to work on their independent life skills. So coming to you straight Paramita can you please share your journey of living with autism with your son Deep how has it been since he was young till he is now you know and what are you doing today would love to hear yeah chitra it's a long journey and uh, i think it started uh, at around 2000 or 2002 uh, when we came to know that uh, he was just 2 years old that we came to know from the uh, pediatrician who was uh, working with my son is that uh, something is different in your child he is not like the others in the um, who comes to my clinic and that time we were in delhi so uh, and uh, frankly speaking at that time that age i had no idea with the term of autism and he said we feel that it is autism uh, some, so uh, you need to go and check out with your other pediatrician developmental pediatrician and neurologist so like all the parents it was uh, denial at the first stage and uh, that denial took us one year to come to the conclusion and acceptance that yeah our child is having autism by that time he was 3 and so my journey started from there 
when he was just three, moving from one therapist to another. And that time in Navi Mumbai, there were not much facilities going on. And initially, actually, we were in a transition from Delhi to um, uh, Calcutta and from Calcutta to uh, Mumbai. So we were not, uh, we were going from one doctor to another. And by the time we came to the, um, means we came to accept the fact that our son is having autism, he, it was in Mumbai at that time, and he was by that time three years old. So we started all the therapies going uh, to different uh, therapists in Mumbai and all other places. When uh, by that time he was uh, like uh, two, three years, we did it. And then we came to know that uh, it is very difficult to travel with him in such way. And he was getting tired and all. And when the therapist who were working with me said that, why don't you start a school in Navi Mumbai? And uh, he was going to a regular school where I was as a shadow teacher. But I came, uh, I was, uh, I can see the fact that it was very difficult for him to adjust there. It was very difficult for him to grasp what the teacher was teaching and um, uh, for which he was, we were not able to teach him the independent living or um, activity of daily living, ADL skills and all. So the therapist uh, who were working with me said that, why don't you start a school? And that's when I thought of starting Sunshine. And uh, in Navi Mumbai, there were some parents uh, similar to my condition, who also at that time joined me. And with six children, we started Sunshine in 2006. So the, that time I had no knowledge about uh, how to run a school. And just it was like, a, like we, I have to do something for my son. And so I started, I made a effort to start the school. Really? Because <laughs> I, I, I really admire your guts of how you must have just jumped into it completely. Yeah, we just jumped into it without thinking, without thinking what will come after uh, five years or six years. What will I do with this institution? How will I run this institution? Frankly speaking, when I started, I have not thought about all this. And it was uh, my sister who, um, who was more, uh, uh, who is the person who motivated me at that time. Because again, something comes like fun. To run a school, you need fun. And also, we were just thinking, um, I used to sit uh, in the school where my son used to go. And um, at times, uh, very depressed and used to call her every time and say, see, this, uh, it's not working. So that, there she came out. She said that uh, she was, uh, it's my maternal uncle business in Mumbai. So he said, let us fund it and let us start a school. So that way I started without thinking, where will I go? How will I take it ahead? Nothing was there in my mind at that time. But that's amazing. Means family came immediately to help you out with the financial support, which must have been really big at that time. And over the years also to sustain must have been really tough, right? Yeah. And uh, for after this in 2010, I thought that, see, I'm taking the special educators. I'm seeing how they are working with my son. So I also need to know about it. I need to know uh, what is uh, special education, need to have that knowledge. And that's when in 2010, I... Uh, did my B.A. in special education only for running the school. And gradually I started training myself so that uh, I come to know how to 
carry on with the uh, individual educational program how to um, what are the curriculum which will be best for the students and this way we gradually i grew up with my son that's so sweet paramita really amazing because uh, your your journey at that time when he was so young you were young both of you all and then uh, your daughter came along yeah she uh, frankly speaking at the same time my daughter also came in our life and um, that was uh, when my pet exams were going on so means uh, managing my daughter managing my son and uh, this um, school and family was really a very big challenge for me at that time uh but i thank to god that things went very well i got very much support from my family and uh, even my team sunshine team some of them are still with me who joined yeah. me in 2006 so uh, i got uh, immense support from them so uh coming straight to uh, our topic for today where you know i've been talking to many parents and asking their views you being someone who is guiding approx 80 families of children who are in sunshine as well as many more who are part of the sheltered workshop right when you want to talk to them about what you have done for deep no how how do you and your husband what have y'all planned for deep in the future when did you start the planning process for him you know in terms of making him independent what is the vision that you have for him you know when with y'all and after y'all if you can share chitra uh, frankly speaking if i look back no i feel that um, whatever we have planned is really means uh, it should have planned much earlier so uh, first of all this only i will uh, tell the parents who are young parents coming to my school that um, the planning should start very early not to wait until the child is adult or something so um, uh, as i said i grew up with deep when deep was small we started the early intervention group when deep gradually means uh, uh, we reached the middle means uh, was uh, going to towards uh, adolescence we started this middle school and then this vocational center similarly my thought for his means um, we wanted to make him independent the sheltered workshop was mainly started to make him independent in life with uh, learning all his daily living skills and even something where he it was always in my mind that after he reaches 18 i can't leave him at home just doing nothing and um, so that was what came in my mind when we started the sheltered workshop to teach him something some skills by which not much but he can be keep himself occupied he can earn something and also he can learn how to live independently when we are not there not only this uh, simultaneously with this we need to think about his financial independence we need to think about where we will keep him in future um my the means what will be the future plan for him all this we uh, started thinking when he was he, he was 18 years old but frankly speaking i will say the parents should start much earlier thinking about all this true so how how would you say 
यू हैव डिस्कस बियॉन्ड योर हजबेंड एंड ऑफकोर्स योर डॉटर आर अदर पीपल हु ऑल हैव यू बीन डिस्कसिंग हु इज इन्वॉल्व इन योर यू नो विथ इन द फैमिली और अमंग्स फ्रेंड्स और योर टीम इन दीज डिसीजन यू नो हैव यू हैड a lot of discussions regarding this chitra actually um, since long we were uh, talking about the future of deep and how we will keep in what we will do and we shared with the very close members of our family like my sisters um my husband sister and brothers and all this we have shared but um, frankly speaking we we were going on in a very um, slow pace like making the udit card doing the guardianship and all but real financial thing we came to uh, realize after the covid thing in covid during covid you know i have seen so many families around me uh, the uncertainty in their life and all so uh, from there we started to plan about it and with my daughter i feel that my daughter is much mature than her age so he she is just 14 but uh, she um, we we started talking to her um, about the uh, future of the where to keep the how to make uh, the finance and everything arranged for him and at the same time uh, we started to think about making the trust and when this trust thing came in our mind we i uh, my we don't have many um, means uh, young people in our uh, Uh, family at this very moment who can come means a young i i mean above 18 who can be a member of the trust so uh, there are a few of them very close my sister son and um, daughter and uh, my uh, uh, husband sister so we started talking to them we started making uh, uh, telling them that what is a trust how we want to go for it why we need it what is the financial uh, thing which is very much necessary for my son and how how we want to make it so that's the main people who are very close to us and yes my daughter i have said but at the same time um, i my daughter always says that you don't worry i'll take care of your beep uh, you don't have to think about it but then she is very young she still doesn't know the when she'll grow up we really don't know where she will stay she will get married to someone that another family true, true. will come Absolutely. so it's very much necessary that we make uh, uh, we don't make deep dependent on her it will be uh, like uh, giving making her overloaded yeah. with responsibilities absolutely in But fact if you know she herself wants to take care that's a separate story yeah see as parents uh, especially where there is a sibling the whole process of discussion with the sibling as you said she is very young you know very very soon she will understand uh, what are going to be the challenges for her uh her life you know this this whole thing of about india where you know when people ask me acha aapka ek hi bachcha hai to fir aapne dusra kyun nahi kiya wo to sambhal lega na so it's like uh, a given that you're supposed to have a second child to look after your special needs child which is so so downright you know stupid and you know wrong it's like is, is our second child supposed to be the one to bear this entire thing as parents we hold the entire responsibility of figuring out what all needs to be done to put a structure in place to put the plan in place so that you know if something were to happen to us tomorrow 
you know forget in the distant future because again another issue of you know everybody saying that ha ah, will banana hai itni jaldi thodi you know we're not going to die that early there's still a lot of time left aap itna jaldi kyu bol rahe ho will banane ko people shy away you know from making their wills because they think they'll die tomorrow but uh, i keep on requesting parents to think that what if what if tomorrow you're not there what will you do you know how on earth hmm. i want to share something with you uh, chitra recently just Please. very recently a family in our sunshine um suddenly the family lost the only earning member in the uh, uh, family the child st- study in my sheltered workshop she is 18 years old and has a brother who is just 14 years old and the father was the only earning member and suddenly he had a brain hemorrhage and day before yesterday he expired and uh, yesterday when i met the family the mother uh, was more worried about how she will uh, lead life how she will give education how she will bring food in the house from tomorrow the mother was more worried about that than um, uh, than to grieve for the husband it's really so sad no parmita this is exactly what you know even through covid these instances have been happening really you know my heart goes out to that mother because you know now she has to do everything if they hadn't spoken about this imagine she has to think through as you rightly said she first will wonder how will i get feed my children and then how i'm going to look after them for as long as i'm alive and then once i'm gone who's going to look after them and you know suddenly life situation changes so much very we've seen these instances where you know the mother is just left to the mercy of the rest of the family members she might have to completely uproot herself that causes so much of change for the adult you know it's not easy at all and and mainly i was much worried of the sibling of the brother that the responsibility is now on him completely going to fall um, on him yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm this coming. is what you were talking to me what i have um, uh, whether yes. i have spoken to my daughter or not so coming to this incident you know i coming back home i it means uh, said the entire story to my daughter and explained to him explained to her sorry so that uh, the, she realizes the situation it was it's nothing to hide from her if i make this type of incident if i tell her then she will know the practical situation absolutely right paramita absolutely right i totally agree it's it's not something that we should shy away from or feel embarrassed to talk about or wonder what our child will feel they are in fact very very mature in fact the first statement you passed about your daughter was that she's extremely understanding and she knows exactly what to do and she's so confident about handling deep in the future uh, it's it's very essential that parents sit down and do this discussion with the immediate people who are direct caregivers for our children one uh, question that Sorry i want to interrupt to... you even chitra at the, i made my daughter during the pandemic prepared that if such, such uh, unforeseen situation comes 
where you need to go first, whom you need to, regarding finance, you need to talk to this person and right. regarding the other things, you need to go to this person. And sometimes uh, I uh, know some of my uh, very close friends tell me that why you overload her with all this type of uh, discussion. But then uh, she is prepared. Tomorrow, if anything happens, she is mentally prepared. Fantastic. It Fantastic. doesn't matter age. Perfect, perfect, Paramita. Absolutely right. This, this is the best thing that you're doing. And I truly hope that everyone who's listening to you also adopts the same approach. Uh, the next question coming to you is, so, you know, uh, do you think that you have one person at home who understands everything about money other than other than you and your husband first and second is do you have you resorted to taking the help of a proper financial planner to help you in terms of planning monies also legally have you gone ahead to make your wills and your trust for deep yeah, uh, Chitra, first of all, yeah, I am very thankful to God that there are very good people around me, my sisters and all the very close to me. And um, yeah, there are famous, uh, I know whom they can approach in our absence. And um, my uh, sister is uh, very much uh, aware about it. And uh, I have spoken to her too regarding this. Even uh, we have separately spoken to our niece and nephews um, uh, before we thinking about regarding you are saying financial planning. Yes, we have done financial planning for my son and um, we have not consulted any financial planner because um, some of my relatives are also in this same, um, they only helped us to do this planning and my husband means um, Thank God that he very much uh, goes into it, finds out and what are the things possible to do. So in that way, he did it. But uh, at the same time, I will say surely sir, if the uh, family is not very confident about how to go for the financial planning, they should uh, consult a financial planner and um, we have thought about trust and for that reason we have spoken uh, we have made the lawyer we have spoken to her what are the things we need to do at this very moment and uh, which are the steps we need to take first we need to make the trust we need to make the will and um, uh, so whom we need to include in the trust all that we have spoken to the lawyer and after that we have also spoken to um, my sister's son and daughter so that to come to know whether they are willing to be a part of the trust uh, and what are the duties they need to do in future if uh, in our absence um, as my daughter is uh, I can't include her still in the trust because she is just 14 but someone has to be in her uh, as a guardian and then later on she can be a part of the trust so in all this way we have very well discussed about it and uh, we are in the process in making all this we haven't yet made as i said i told you that i feel we are late much earlier we should have started all this but anyway the covid has taught us a big lesson so we have started the step taking all the steps and we are at present working on making the trust and uh, the wheel will come in. That's fantastic. Superb. That's that's great. That Chitra, you I remember came. you coming to my school and giving a talk to the parents here. 
which we always give one uh, statement during your talk i still remember saying that see i i am frankly speaking very bad in finance so um, but then that word of yours was very much stuck in me that don't think today if my son is spending i'm spending 30000 on my son we have to plan accordingly that after 7 years 10 years uh, 20 years how much value that 30000 will be at that time and accordingly we have to make the finance uh, uh, financial planning that was, sentence of yours was very much uh, in, in me at the, when i attended your workshop in our school superb because for me i was going there only that you running a school since so many years you you have seen how costs have escalated right inflation hits us and before we know all these costs go to a completely different level and uh, yeah so from you i wanted to hear that you know when parents think that ho jayega koi future mein koi dekh lega you know and i will have enough money in the future to all of those people i would just like you to share that cost of even schooling or therapy how has it escalated paramita what have you seen happening you know in this entire career of yours Uh, it has escalated a lot and after pandemic it has become more or less double the expenses and um, uh, see i i started my uh, son's therapy with 200 rupees per therapy 300 rupees now it's 1000 100 and uh, 1500 like this per 45 minute session cost it's uh, even my school fees i had to increase because i were not i used to um, take the special educators in a very minimum salary now it is the salary has hiked so much that that salary doesn't work with my special educators so i if i need to take a good special educator good team so i have to pay that much so everything means it has become double triple i think so the amount with which i was uh, maintaining the school at the beginning and now is totally much different very much different and still we are struggling absolutely yeah 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 and i know that you helping a lot of children also so you know the the whole burden on you must be like at another level altogether so you know i would like to uh, come to you know the last uh, uh, winding up question with you is that again what would you tell our you know your listeners today coming from personal experience you've already shared that you know you feel that you are late and you would like uh, others to start earlier so pointed question when exactly do you think they should start see um what happens you know chitra when the children are very small and the diagnosis happens they have lots of hope hope is very good we should have hope but at the same time what happened the parents don't um, see the uh, future of the child they don't think of what will happen they are so much worried about the schooling the academic and all that they don't think that part so uh, see uh, for a regular child for my daughter also i started investing for her studies in future see tomorrow if she wants to go abroad if she wants to do some other things she will need that money so see, Similarly, I think the parents should start 
at the very early age with the therapist when they start the therapies for the child's improvement and to see the child in a better way from that time only i think they should simultaneously plan for the finance because that's a very early stage when the parents are also very young they they can think about earning more and after a time you come out of the acceptance with the diagnosis i think all both the things should go simultaneously no i i completely i completely agree with you and today imagine we are actually thinking about what is going to happen in terms of the residential you know as a plan for the future and that's a different challenge altogether where we don't have anything ready and uh, you know the game just is starting there where we have to figure how much and what will be the cost of course one is about just a place but beyond that caregiving is going to be so expensive right it will be it will be because um, even uh, small small things like uh, shadow teachers and all in the school has uh, the uh, amount has doubled for them so tomorrow this caregiving and all this for an adult will also cost much higher so the parents need to think about it whether the child is uh, means uh, high functioning or low functioning or the child will be able to um, establish their own future by doing something some job or not irrespective of everything they should think about the finance for the future that was fantastic you know how you covered everything in terms of various kind of problems you know where uh, here we talking about autism there are also so many other special needs with challenges where either you know you have a wheelchair adult or you have you know somebody who is blind there are so many things that parents need to consider and uh, plan the only thing like we coming back to is talk to your spouse talk to your child talk to your own uh, special needs child if they can comprehend what you're planning in terms of future where they will live what they will do get going there and involve everyone who are around you because this is going to take everyone who is in your child's life to help you also in taking this decision so thank you so much for sharing your journey you know Chitra, uh, i also want to thank you the way you are guiding the families with giving them the financial advice and all really the this is helping so many families who doesn't know where to go how to go ahead so you are doing a fantastic job. also thank you so much for abita thanks to tan for the encouragement yeah it's it's all of us in the journey together and just like you have a brilliant team so am i blessed with one and we have so many people rallying around us to support us so uh, i i really hope that everyone who knows you and everyone who doesn't know you who have listened to your journey today uh, would like to you know adopt at least some of the things that you have shared as must dos and uh, thank you for sharing your entire life experience in such a short time and i hope that many many people will listen to you and understand your efforts that have gone in in setting up such a fantastic uh, 
you know school and sheltered workshop all alone when there was nothing much there in washi and it sunshine is a place that we all everyone is aware of and really are amazed at what a brilliant effort you're doing with your team thank you and i genuinely appreciate you for sharing so much with all of us thank you chitra thank you you were listening to the special needs children podcast with chitra ayer the ceo of mfa and a trustee with the forum for autism if you find this podcast relevant and interesting it'll be great if you leave a review share like and subscribe you can also let us know if there is any specific topic that you would like us to cover feel free to email her on chitra.ir@myfinad.com or you can call her on 9833785892